What if your next cloud project could lead to climate resilient housing? Join Fannie Mae. Use emerging tech. Solve better problems like helping the housing industry address rising flood risk. Find tech jobs with impact at FannieMae.com/tech. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum! This is odorous from All right, before we go into this episode, we just need to give a shout out to our show supporters, the brutal occult clothing brand Electric Witch, who have amazing apparel from shirts to hoodies to hats to beanies and more. Check out their full range at electricwitch.com.au and put in the code EVERBLACK for 20% off your order. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the EVERBLACK podcast through Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook, and check out all our articles at everblackmedia.com. All right, on with the show. Good morning, Nev. How are you, man? I'm really good, brother. Yeah, I'm really good. Are you, are you staying safe over there? I'm staying safe. I am, I am, but I'm absolutely over it and have had it. And like we, like, I'm pretty sure we all have um, ready to go. Um, yeah, all of well. I'm just, uh, man, I'm going crazy. But, um, you know, here we are. Oh, man, it's uh, crazy times, that's for sure. And, and would you believe it, man? It's 22 years since we last spoke. Believe it or not. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You've shown that for a minute. So, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm only 25, so I must have been, <laughs> been three then. I was a little child at that point. So, yeah. <laughs> man. Uh, how you guys are doing? Yeah, we we are doing uh, okay, man. Actually, well, I'm in Queensland, so you know they've eased the restrictions a little bit for us, and and you know it's uh, we're just playing it by ear, bro. Just playing it by ear. <laughs> but um, you know that's yeah, that's all we can do. Right? That's all we always should do and can do. You know, but yeah, here we are. Things are well. Yeah, just a little bit nuts around here. Just, uh, California and the West Coast, of course, burning and uh, just on top of all the COVID. Just, you know, smoke it up, man. But, uh, you know, we know about that as well. So mm. we are trying to keep it positive and ready to get back to it, you know? That's it, man. Well, of course, the new Deftones album, Ohms, is out on September 25th. And uh, this album is awesome, dude. Like, I, I've been cranking it the last few days, and um, I, I, I love it so much. The more I hear it, the more little things pop out at me. I, what track is it? Um, uh, The one with the clicking uh, mathemat was it the I can't remember the oh, title. Oh yeah, the math at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, mathematics. Yeah. That's the one, man. That's gonna sound yeah, so incredible little, live. <laughs> we have to get uh, invite some people up to do the snaps. You know, that was a uh, was a little barbershop shop quartet kind of uh, snappy thing there. And uh, yeah, we have to bring some people up on stage to help out. Man, imagine th- no, an arena doing that at the same time. It's gonna be sick. Hey, man. <laughs> Yeah, I back it. <laughs> but it's also got your signature, like atmospheric and and sometimes very isolating sounds with all the synths and and samples. That something you guys do very very well. Right. It's also bringing back some of the heavier elements that I love about Deftones too. How was that? I mean, was that something that you guys were like, we're going to go heavier for this one? Where Gore was a little bit more mellower. You know, I think. Um, I mean, those sounds are always there. Obviously, you know, we've never wanted to be um, a one trick pony. We've always tried to to add different uh, things and try to keep it exciting and fresh for us as well, you know. But, I mean, even with Terry, again, um, 
you know, a lot of our core sounds, well, obviously, actually, our our core sounds were developed with him, you know, from the first record on. So mm. I think there was a, a little bit of trust and, and also knowing that working with him again, those would most likely be there, you know, and if not uh, at the forefront. So, yeah, that was a, a definite, definite factor in having him back. Um, and plus just the ease of working with him. It's just a, just a breeze and it's just always such a great hang, man. So, um, yeah, man, there was a trust thing, obviously, so. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, in regards to, you know, having that atmosphere and the samples and it's almost cinematic. As a listener, it takes each song's like a, a journey. But as a drummer, how, how does that influence you and the way you play and react to the songs when you're writing them? Is that something, does that play an important part for you? Yeah, you know, and a, lot of, a lot of the atmospherics are, are, of course, are, are frank and, and, and especially the interludes between songs. And, you know, we still try to make, we always try to make full records, you know, uh, this day, this day and age, you know, it's such a singles, you know, quick, put it out, you know, you know that whole and the way that people get their music these days is, as well, you know. Um, but we still try to make make uh, complete complete albums that uh, that hopefully the listener will, will put on and from the start start to finish. You know what I mean? And and so that's very important uh, to us. Also having you know having the fun part, I guess, is, is the sequencing and you know when it actually when everything's done and mixed and you're getting ready to. Just the little gaps between songs. Is it a second? Is it you know? Does it go right into it? And, and these little connectors. So um, those are always, always, uh, always definitely taken in, taken into account. But uh, I think you know when, when we write, it's just it's just really us just getting down to it, you know. And, and like I've said before, it's not really uh, for better or worse. There's never really too much of a plan, you know, uh, mm-hmm. with us. I know other bands are different, but uh, you know that's how we operate. So it's just uh, it's all about the hang, man. So. I would say that uh, our writing process uh, is probably, if the hang is going well, that's 80% of it. You know what I mean? Everything else sort of comes. And sometimes yeah. we actually forget that we're supposed to be jamming. Because we're <laughs> in there just talking shit and laughing and, you know, which is a beautiful thing. So, uh, oh yeah, we're, we're here. We're, we're all from out of town and we're renting a place in hotels. We need to, uh, we need to get to work. So, but yeah, that's, that's our, that's our method. Um, and, you know, as far as the drummer, it's just, it's just really having an open ear and trying to, uh, you know, not. I've learned this over the years as well too. I think it happens. You know, just as you get a bit older, you know, just trying to trying to not overplay and that let the songs be the songs. And then uh, one prerequisite for us is always it's always got to have that groove to it. You know, there's a Deftones groove and, and um, it's the head knot kind of thing. And it's just always got to got to keep people moving. You know what I mean? So um, it should feel good and it should be fun. You know, so. I also noticed sometimes you guys have got like song titles that are that are. I don't know if they're in jokes. With you guys, especially with, what is it, error, and the other ones are uh, was it the link doesn't work? I think it's called. Are they in jokes? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's always a joke by all means. You know, everyone thinks we're we're, we're some serious cats, and, and you know we are at times. It's, it's, the amount of laughter and joking that goes on be, behind the scenes is uh, is <laughs> is just insane. It's it's the best, you know. So and it's also funny because during the process, you know, we'll we'll always start with a like a working title, and then halfway through the writing they all, all the working titles get switched to other working titles and then sometimes even a third set of working titles before Chino or whoever names the song but you know when it's done so trying to go back and figure out which one was which is, is a become a, a bit of a task as well with the sport you know what I mean so yeah but uh, a lot of laughter and jokes man it's a good, it's a good time and another thing is uh, White Pony hits uh, its 20th anniversary this year I mean that that's crazy you know did you yeah. did you chuck it on for old times sake yeah, I mean, I, 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 I definitely, man, it, it seems to have stood, I mean, I, from what I'm told, it seems to have stood the test of time a bit. So, yeah, it's always, it's always a good record. You know, it's a, uh, it's one 
just to listen to for reference, you know, and, and that, that, that album is, uh, you know, it was obviously a huge record for us, you know, a very mm. important record, but it, it to me is my, if you listen, even our first album onto around the third or second record, you know, we were, we were trying to incorporate different things and there's little smidges and little touches of that in those early records. But, uh, by the time we made that record, uh, you know, the white pony, we, we were, to me, it's uh, our perfect representation um, at that time of what, of all the, of incorporating all these sounds that we wanted to have, uh, have present, you know, so, um, and, and it stuck, you know, it's, it, it, it stuck and it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a very important record. It's, it's pretty amazing to, to still be talking about it 20 years later. So it's an important um, record for a lot of I'll people. I'll take that. You know? Yeah. 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 It's, um, and for us, I think equally for us, you know, um, mm. it's probably why we're still able to do what we do, you know? So, and at the time it was a, it was a, we knew we needed to do something different, and that was our that was our example. And it sounds incredible on vinyl, man. Your drums, I, I think it's one of the better, like best sounding drum recordings I've heard, especially on vinyl. My mate's got like the original pressing of right. it, and dude, like they're just, nice. it's just so warm. Like you, it's like we're standing in front of your plane, like as you're playing. It's it's incredible, man. I don't know if you ever heard it on vinyl, but it's yeah, you probably have, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I haven't. It's funny because it's, uh, I mean, I, I love the way it sounds, obviously. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, um, everything's represented pretty damn perfectly. Um, but also it's funny, like over all these years, um, all these like front of house sound guys and everything, no matter who they are, we always run into someone. Hey man, oh yeah, yeah, man, that, I use that to, you know, they all use it to like, uh, to tune the room or mm. to tune the PA when they're in, in venues and stuff too. Pretty funny, man. So. And I still have the promo VHS with a short film on it too. I found that the other day. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, man, it's so good. And yeah, that was a fun time. Was... And another thing is, I mean, you're one of the most influential bands on the planet, and I hear your musical DNA in in so many other bands. You know, over the last twenty years, especially like especially the early days. You know, there were so many bands, especially around my scene down here. Everyone wanted to be Deftones. <laughs> do you ever do you ever hmm. hear? something and, and recognize those influences say hey man like i'm i'm in that you know what i mean well, perhaps but i gotta be honest i mean you know we all god i mean if i could i, I believe we were you know we wear our influences on our sleeves you know pretty openly too so that's the whole thing you know it's, it's really uh everyone's influenced by somebody um or something and then it's how you it's how you steal it <laughs> and then how do you how do you disguise it do you run it through your ears and your heart and make it your own you should but uh, yeah, I mean, God, I, I, I'm extremely guilty of uh, of a lot of theft in my drumming. So you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, it's all about trying to trying to make it your own. So there's a lot to take from, you know, lots yeah. of lots of lots to lots to bring in. And but yeah, so hey, it's a good thing, man. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, you've got your own signature style, and that's why I think, and you know, there's a lot of people that are, as uh, I think Just says owes you a sandwich. I'm working on it. <laughs> Dev- oh. I'm working on it. A work in progress. <laughs> Uh, you guys have also uh, been legendary for your B-sides and, and secret tracks. And, uh, you know, I think it's a shame. I, I mean, I understand why, but it's a shame that bands don't do that anymore, even though I don't miss holding the fast-forward button down for that secret track. You know what I mean? I mean, right. that was something that was always uh, it was always pretty pretty special. I mean, do you, do you miss putting those little secret things together, you know, that we're in this digital age? Yeah, no, no, totally. It was, it was one of those things that became, you know, it was pretty common as well too, but it was so much fun. You know, you could run the CD out and 70, whatever minutes, 76 or seven, whatever, how long the CD is, you know, and, and our attempt was 
there was the bong, the bong whip, which was our, uh, on around the fur. That was our, that was our um, <laughs> we lived in an apartment and that was actually like our, uh, our, when you rang the doorbell downstairs, that was the, and that was also the answering machine message as well. So, and then of course came on, came to moan. So the whole point of that was to hopefully you either fell asleep and, or you're going to blow your speakers up. So, you know, but yeah, that was, that was a great time. You're, uh, man, I definitely miss that. I definitely do. Oh man. And, uh, you know, even though touring is off the cards for you guys at the moment, I mean, do you plan on keep things, how, how do you plan on keeping things rolling for the rest of the year until it all calms down? Have you guys got a bit of a plan together? Yeah. Well, I mean, we tried to do a little bit of the Zoom kind of stuff for a bit there, maybe a few, few months into this action, a couple months into this uh, this uh, situation we're all in. Um, you know, we, we were trying to, and that's something that's kind of new to us. We've always been way more into the mystique and, and being silent and, and, you know, letting, uh, you know, just trying to not always be out there all the time. Um, so we did a little, a few things for a while. I think I was doing a happy hour for a second, and maybe I did only one. I don't know. It was a disaster, but it it's kind of fun, but you know, and the other guys were, uh, I think, uh, well, I know Sergio was doing a little DJ set as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, and Frank were doing one. So we tried to, you know, try to kind of engage and, and do that for a minute, but, uh, and everybody else is doing it as well. So we, I think we just went back to, to our, to our, our hidden, our hidden mystique, our shyness, you know? So, um, but obviously, you know, there's a lot of things going on. There's, uh, you know, a lot of these live streaming shows and, um, there's been talk of that a little bit here and there. We've been, we've had some offers, you know, and it's just a, it's a matter of like, I mean, we're really holding out to try to get back to the live situation if we can, man, you know, and, and yeah. I don't know what that will be, man. I, I do know that I was packed and ready to go to New Zealand and, and Australia and my bag is still packed. So, oh man, yeah, we were packed and we were about eight hours from heading to the airport and, uh, to start this world tour. And, uh, so, you know, here we are, I'm still packed, ready to go. So I, uh, I had tickets to, uh, go to the Melbourne uh, no, sorry, the Sydney download right. plane tickets and okay. everything, man. I was I was pumped, and then uh, obviously, <clears> you know, it's 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 uh it can't be helped, but uh, we hope to. I mean, of course, you're going to come back. You've been you've been here quite a few times throughout the years. You know, what's well, Deftones in Australia have got this Definitely. strong relationship, and it it just wouldn't be right we for have, you. Yeah, you know, damn, you got to come back. Bro. I agree. It would, it would not be wrong. <laughs> of course, by all, by all means, it would be it would be wrong to not so. Yeah, I mean, that's the point, you know, I mean, here we are, it's kind of, I mean, who knows what the future will bring. As I said, we're kind of hanging, yeah. waiting for the green light, and, um, you know, it's, everything was sort of moved into 2021, if that even is still the case, but it's funny because we were already, we already had things booked in that year anyways, and now it's just going to be really, uh, really crazy. Um, you know, I mean, who knows even about, just, you know, logistics and flights, and, and everybody is trying to be, it's just going to be, I mean, hoping for the best, obviously, but... um. Yeah, it's just uh, these are these are strange, strange times, man, and, and we'll definitely be the last to uh, the last people playing music. You know, we rely on uh, crowds of sweaty people having a great, great time and enjoying themselves, and that unfortunately will probably be the last to get back to it. You know, so but I always am the ever optimist, so we gotta gotta keep keep it positive. So yeah, Absolutely. but yeah, we're dying, we're dying, and excited as hell to have to have new music and get back to this man i i hope to see you soon that's for sure and uh you know the new album is incredible like as i said i i've really been loving it and uh you know i've been a fan since what was it 98 that's when i saw you guys at the arena in brisbane first time and there's a photo on my wall at home with you and me from that time little nev no beard long hair wow. <laughs> right so uh was that the warp tour no that was that was the time after yeah yeah it was the arena in brisbane yeah it was a a little all ages show 
So uh, before I just before I hit eighteen. So yeah, this, right. this chat was you know kind of a, a special one for me, man. So thank you for for making it awesome. I really appreciate that, dude. Oh man, no, by all means, thank you. Uh, it's been twenty years. Nice to talk to you again, my man. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I, I appreciate you. Woo. Yeah, that's right. It's been awesome hanging with you. New Deftones album, Ohms, comes out on September 25th. Uh, my mum's birthday. I might have to get her a copy. Um, all the best to you and the boys through uh, all the madness. And uh, come down here for a beer soon, bro. I will. And happy birthday to Shimon, of course. I think <laughs> I'm going to maybe make some dinner now and have a little glass of wine. It's about that time. I know it's morning for you. You can have wine as well, but I'm having it now. It's 5.30 and... It's dinner time, I think. So, yeah. All right, bro. We'll uh, enjoy your wine. Stay safe. And uh, I'll see you soon, brother. Sounds great. Thanks again. I appreciate it, man. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 